0: hello and welcome to episode 99 of the game training podcast after a small several month hiatus we're actually back um we're back and ready to freaking rumble with episode 99 folks that's right we've been we had a bit of a layoff for a bit bit of a bit of a rest bit of a bit of a, a rust. We're a bit rusty coming back. Hey! <laughs> we had a little rust, I uh, mean rest. Yeah, a little, little little rust, I mean rest. Oh my god. Um, That's oh right, I'm Callan Davison of Game Train here and joining me is Carl Lyrical-Smith. Hello Carl. welcome back. Hello. I'm, glad, Hello. I'm glad you're still here. Glad I, didn't, Same. glad I didn't frighten you off. But yes, as I said, we <laughs> are back. It is April 22nd. 2021 we are streaming this live on twitch so for those of you that are listening to this at a later date if we if you hear weird things with chat etc we are talking to the people that join us in the chat this is broadcast on twitch.tv slash game train twitch so jump on follow if you ever want to see the podcast go out live um, and on this episode, that's right, we've got a jam-filled episode again. We say this every a week. jam-filled week, But this is like a jam-filled episode. We are eating jam live on the stream. No, we're not. And no, we're we up. are going to be talking, of course, all the news and stuff. We're going to be talking about the new Mortal Kombat movie. We're going to be talking about It Takes Two. We're going to be talking about Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, a bit of rust in there. Medium Hitman. And we're reviewing... Odd world soul storm, but as always, folks, before we get into the meat of the episode, I'm actually gonna ask Carl how he is because it's been a while. How are you?
1: I'm good, man. I'm, I'm buzzing. <laughs> you're all right, you're good. I'm, buzzing. You're I'm happy I'm, I'm, to I be here I'm with you. Like, we've been away for a long time, dear, wonderful, beautiful listeners, but we haven't stopped doing things. So, <laughs> we've been working on quite a lot of stuff in the background here. With you know, you guys know about Gen Oz, we'll talk more about that later, but. We've been at it, oh, well, we've been at it, me and Callum, <laughs> just fighting all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm, I'm really pumped. I feel like, I feel weird, because our, our listeners haven't heard us for ages, but I feel like we've been up to so much, and I'm like, yeah, let's keep going with all this stuff we've been doing. And
0: That's right. our listeners, it's like, st- sweet FA. Cool. Uh, yeah, so, uh, that's right, listeners, so, that's Carl, and let's go into the news. Okay, um, so yeah, probably the biggest news, um, item of today, and this one actually surprised me, uh, Jeff Kaplan has left Blizzard. Um, Jeff has been part of Blizzard for a long time, uh, helped work on World of Warcraft, etc. um, and then, yeah, was the, uh, the lead guy behind, uh, Overwatch, and he's decided to leave Blizzard after all these years, which is going to leave a huge hole in their talent pool there, I feel. That's, like,
1: it's not just someone who's been there for many years. It's it's, it's like one of the, you know, it's not like
0: a brick in the wall. It's like the floor. Like, this guy's massive part. I don't know, is the vision
1: going to change? I
0: I really, really don't know. Like, they've had a few um, big guns leave there over the years. Uh, Chris Metzen being probably the biggest one of the last few years to leave, who, you know, was the guy that created Warcraft, Diablo, and all that, like, all the lore and all that. But this guy that came in the World of Warcraft days has been amazing in modern day Blizzard. And yeah, he's he's going and before even Overwatch Two was released, which I found kind of strange, I thought maybe after game release then he'd, he was good, you know. But before it's, its release is kind of bizarre, but anyway he wants to do other things, so good on you, Jeff. Well done.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it is really interesting the timing of these things, you never really know why or what's going on, but it's like when you've put in that much time, of course, someone with that kind of creative input in something, you have to, have to, have to get burnt out eventually and want to try something new. Mm-hmm. And they just keep like smashing it and kicking goals. And it's really cool that they change change um, genre so much and still like kill it. But it's like at one point, do you just go and, I wonder if he's going to stay in the gaming world because whatever that dude touches, man.
0: It's going to be, like, turn into gold, right? Mm. You'd hope so. You'd hope so. But, yeah. Um, also, pardon me, in other news, uh, it looks yeah. like Xbox, Microsoft, is trying to buy out Discord. Discord being the very popular voice community program that a lot of people use. We use it here. Game Train Carl uses it with Lyrical. Um, yep. Yeah awesome sort uh, of otherwise
1: known as nintendo
0: voice chat nintendo <laughs> voice chat that's right so yeah um hopefully if xbox do buy it i hope they integrate it into xbox somehow which would be great that you can join random discords and chat in the voice chats in there that would be really cool and very helpful um but yeah hopefully it doesn't go the way of like team and ventrilla which you know after they got bigger they got I'm pretty sure they got bought out along the way and then they died. But then Discord has a lot more functionality, and that's the thing. That's why it's so popular um, yeah, compared to ease the of others. Use, but yeah.
1: Another thing I find the reason it's so popular, though, is because of their freedom, you know, and their independent. Like, this it's their own independent company, and they're just killing it. And there's so much like uh, space to uh, express yourself and all that kind of thing. And I, I don't know there, there's something like they're, they're kind of like the wild West where they're like, it's almost like an open source, like a neat open source where they can add to it and do all kinds of crazy fun things. You can stream within it. You can watch movies with your friends. You can have meetings. You can have like all these different rooms that are just so like clearly set out. There's all things that you can do in many other different programs, but this one is so unique in the freedom of like creating your own emotes and putting in anything you want. Will they still let you do that on Xbox? You know, like, or will there be like a, uh, limit or you know i I don't know i'm yeah i'm a bit scared of what happens when that independence gets taken away but microsoft has been actually really good with that stuff uh in the past
0: normally Ah! no i'm joking oof (laughs) i just i you know like
1: giving buying out a company and then still giving them that freedom while giving them that massive budget
0: yeah 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 no fair call fair call um also, that uh, in other Xbox news, because um, we haven't done a podcast for a while, we thought we'd talk about it, um, that it's official, Bethesda is now owned by Xbox, et cetera, Bethesda Game Studios, or, yes. or is it ZeniMax and then it all falls under ZeniMax?
1: Yep. Yes. yes, it all falls under that. And they're making a new um, collection of all the studios uh, in ZeniMax and Bethesda and calling it Vault. Right. So that's pretty random. Yeah, Uh, and um, yeah, and we're saying that news because it was only maybe a month ago where it became actually official. They did announce it last year that they had bought it, but there were still like things to sign off on and things before it became actually official. And they shared it, and they dropped like twenty Bethesda games onto Game Pass. It's Mm -hmm. it's just brilliant.
0: Yeah, in Sony news, um, it looks like we're getting a remaster or remake of. of The Last of Us Part 1. Why? I don't know, but they're not going to do a Days Why? they're not going to do Days Gone 2. I'm like, "Don't re, well, I mean, don't remake Last of Us." I I know, but don't remake Last of Us Part 1. Are we already out of ideas? It doesn't it I mean,
1: we've said it so much about other things, but this more so than anything, it doesn't need it. No. It looked good before. Yeah. You know, it looked good on PS3. Yeah. And then it looked good when they redid it again for PS4, like
0: two minutes later. Yeah, remaster, but this is a remake. So, so it looks it like they're gonna a remake. It looks like gonna, they're gonna do it from the ground up, which is crazy. What? Like, why though? It's so weird. Are they? The only mm-hmm.
1: thing I can think of is because they want to change something. Like, why would you do that unless you're trying to like? Create, yeah, like a seed. Are they, to see are the they gonna? Are
0: they gonna have like Pablo Pascal do the voice? Is he gonna do the voice of Joel now? Oh, no. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I hope hope not. I hope not. But it's it's weird. And it's really sad we're not going to get a Days Gone 2, I think, because they left the game open at the end, and I think it did deserve a sequel. Um, It, yeah, it needed, more so than deserving a sequel,
1: I think it needed a sequel, because it was, like, nearly good. It was, like, yeah. uh, um, Assassin's Creed 1 before Part 2 yeah. came out. It's yeah, like, ooh, there's pieces here. Yeah, it's a bit exactly. boring, it's but, a bit repetitive, but there's an idea here. And, and
0: you look at Uncharted into Uncharted 2 of how much Uncharted 2 improved over Uncharted 1, right? Yes. Oh, my God, you're so right. Yep. You know, so I don't know why they, they didn't greenlight this one. And um, there's, like, um, all these petitions online um, and all that. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, people are pretty outraged. And then when in the same day we heard they're remaking Last of Us Part 1, I think that pissed off people even more. Like, hearing both that news in the same day Mm -mm. was was pretty rough. And I think Jason Schreier um, broke that, all that news that was happening again. Just
1: what a waste of resources. I don't know, man. There's so many other things I'd rather play. Then Last of Us 1 remake. Like, you know, I'm going to play the shit out of it. Yeah.
0: But I just... Don't uh, I don't even know if I'd bother going through it again. I've gone through the original couple of times, I think. And Yeah, but you have to to see what they've changed.
1: And, like, yeah. you know, it's going to be, like... It felt really good. Like, part two felt really good. So playing part one with all of part two's new... It, uh, it just... I just... Like, I'll do it, but I wish I didn't have to. I, it'll yeah. feel like homework. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Um, and in another little blow to Sony, um, LL- MLB the Show, which is ma- Major League Baseball the Show, it's now on Xbox Game Pass, and this has been a uh, Sony exclusive for many years. Um, but so, for, but like all of the years, it looks like it's just um, fallen out of probably the contract with exclusive rights, and it's across both platforms now. So yeah, that's that's uh, kind of interesting as well. That's fascinating, and. I think not
1: just that game itself, but I think as a whole, Xbox doesn't have a, a base baseball sim at all. Right, okay. So I think this is the first one on Xbox. Um, I don't know if it's ever, but it's in many, many years. So even not just that particular thing, but baseball fans at all have another reason to go to Xbox now. So I think this is really exciting. And that it dropped in Game Pass straight away is such a flex. Game Pass with having that and then having dropped all the Bethesda like 20 Bethesda games is just like it's just going like rising further and further in, into just like the the greatest deal in gaming in history. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's, uh,
0: it's pretty good. Um also some other news we've got before we wrap up the news segment. Uh Resident, uh Capcom had a uh, a little Resident Evil showcase the other day where they showed off some more Resident Evil 8. They announced the demos, um, one which was the other day. The other one, I think, is this Monday. It's very strange with the timing, so it's like an eight-hour window. You get to play, and you get to play for 30 minutes in that 8 Okay, hour this window. Monday, as
1: in April 26th, for people listening?
0: Yes. That's Australian times, I'm pretty sure. That's if they go off the same times as last week. The times are all over the shop. Um, okay. But, yeah, I played the the demo the other day, which was the village demo, and the next one's going to be the castle demo. Then the week after, they're doing it again with both demos, but you get one hour. I, it, it's a big mess, and it's a bit annoying, actually, because I'd like a demo to have a start and an end, because I was, like, really enjoying this, but it didn't feel like I was at an end part of a demo yet. And it's like, thanks for playing, and that was your 30 minutes. I'm like, okay, uh... <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, it, you know? It,
1: is it just like... um. Like, did a thing come up, or is it like you can play as much as you want for 30 minutes?
0: I don't know, because I didn't rush it, because I was still sort of taking my time as well. I didn't know what to kind of do about it, but I just got the notification, your time's up, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. And I'm like, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks very much. So I, I, actually don't, I actually don't know where it ends. I, I think I was near the end of it. It felt like I was coming to like a crescendo in the demo. Uh, but it, again, it was like okay. a ver- vertical slice out of the game. Like, you, they just put you in the middle of the thing and you're like, whoa, what's going on? And the story's already kicking along and all this stuff. I was like, man, no, it was cool. It was cool. Anyway, um, also Resident Evil uh, in the same um, announcements, uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which is going to be the TV show on Netflix. They released their first trailer for that, which looks really cool. Uh, Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield are in it. to the... Nice. Cool- is, it, is this animated? Uh, yes, and they've got the voice right. actors for Leon and Claire from the Resident Evil 2 remake.
1: Oh, good! They were great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good move. So, well, yeah, um, and but and this is set in Washington this time, which is pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And do you know? Is it like a like a town or predominantly a house? Uh, Washington DC inside the White House. What? Yeah, so um I don't know if you played Resident Evil Four, but in Resident Evil Four, Leon is tasked with finding the president's daughter. So yep, I yep. think this almost bridges two and four without going into the code Veronica stuff, if that makes sense.
1: Okay, or three, they're skipping what was it, Claire?
0: Uh three was Jill. Well, three happened oh, at the same Jill. time
1: as two. That was Jill with yeah, the, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. jumper.
0: Yeah, yeah, with the also, jumper. Also, three was with the jumper. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. The sweater with the Yeah, three,
0: three happens at the same time in Raccoon City. So maybe, right. maybe they're just telling that story because we're not going to get a I don't know, making a a, um, a link between it all until we get the inevitable uh, Resident Evil Four remake. But also in Resident Evil yeah, Four nice. news, Resident Evil Evil Four is coming to VR as well for those that are excited about VR. Those VR fans out there, so you'll be able to get your Resident Evil Four fix on that eventually as well. So that's kind of awesome. Left field news, but um. So both of you look forward to that. Yeah, and, both uh, of you and look forward <laughs> to that. All right, you got anything else to add before hitting the little button? Um. I do not Okay, cool So I'm pushing the button now Because I still haven't finished the sound effect yet And here we go Yeah, I missed it myself And that was the news Um, (laughs) And that was the news Alright, so Moving on to the games we have been playing So this is a bit of a bigger list Actually, we we should call it Games we've been playing And movies we have been watching so, oh, uh, um, this is a bit of a bigger list than normal because it has been some time between podcasts. So let's kick off yep. with the latest thing here, which is the Mortal Kombat movie, which released in cinemas in Australia today. I know some people got advanced screenings the other night. If you have a Warner Brothers contact, I'd love to know. Um, but yes. um, anyway. Oh, sh- uh, um, anyway, Carl, I haven't seen the movie ah. yet. I was going to see it today, but I got busy doing charity right. things so you, you had enough time to step away from charity things to, yes, yes I did. to go see to go a do mo- a little bit of research to, to go see a movie <laughs> rather than doing charity things now how did you go about the movies
1: okay okay um now now I'm a bit reluctant now because we have in here in the live chat in uh, game train twitch um we have Paulie Kwan, who is who is big Mortal Kombat fan who I know is like such a big fan that he went to the uh, advanced screenings and I don't I, I'm just scared about how he's gonna react but this um Normally I don't do, like to do, do, wait do you want much. me to time
0: him out for you so you can't see his reaction? No, no, this is fine. <laughs> the new Mortal Kombat is hot garbage. <laughs> Fuck that movie sucks.
1: Holy shit, that is ass. That is like like over an hour of just hot garbage. The um and I wanna be clear, the first 20 minutes is like nine out of ten, maybe more. It's like it's nearly a masterpiece. It's beautiful. It's like, it's like, is this Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon mixed with video games? Is this perfection? Is this class, you know, mixed with lore and, and gaming and like like memories of like, you know, the Lin Kuei and, you know, fighting all this and this, this age old battle between Sub-Zero and, you know, and, and Scorpion and their origins and like, I'm, I'm connecting and I'm feeling. And then 20 minutes in, well, first you meet Kano who nearly saves the movie. He's that good. Just nearly saves it. Holy shit, he's good. Hilarious, wonderful. And then you meet Liu Kang and it all goes crashing down. Like, I don't don't wanna give away too much. I just wanna make sure that if you do go to this movie, know that you're going for a laugh and for a bit of nostalgia and bring some friends, maybe have some pre drinks and you'll have a great time. But if you go in after watching like, they just released the the opening, they released the opening online to be like, this is the opening few scenes of Mortal Kombat. And I didn't watch it, Callan, cause I was like, nah, this is the, it's the style of the movie. It's not a trailer. I'm not gonna watch this. I'm gonna leave that cause it's spoilers. And now I know why, because it's the only good bit. It's like, after that, it's okay. Hot. Garbage! Can, I didn't can, ruin it for you, trash gamer. They ruined it for you. I saved okay. you some bucks.
0: Okay. Can I um, can I ask one question? No yes, spoilers. How's Shang Tsung in the movie? I mean, he's he's Shang y yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not bad. As as good yeah. as the last Shang Tsung or not? No.
1: Oh, no. okay. All right. Okay. Like it, the, the first Mortal Kombat is still OG. I didn't. I don't. And I'm no fanboy of that movie in particular. I didn't want it to be the best one still. Yeah. But it is. Okay. Um, and yeah. I just, I'm not into spoiling in a review, but this was hot garbage. Just go in knowing that you're
0: going to have a laugh. If okay. you go in like that, I think you'll enjoy yourself. It's still okay. cool. There's a lot of like uh, question. throwbacks. Yep. Should I save my $22 and wait for Netflix? If you have a bunch of mates and it's the first time you've been oh, to I the don't, movies, I don't have friends.
1: Don't- then you save your money. Don't go by yourself. <laughs> now, if if you're going to go by yourself to a movie, which I've done many a time, do it for a masterpiece. Sit there quietly and enjoy a beautiful movie.
0: Yeah. This is not that. See, I, I went I, I went by myself to see um, Into the Spider-Verse and that was amazing.
1: Yeah, good choice. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, don't say that at the same
0: time. <laughs> talking about Mortal Kombat. You know, I walked out of there, smiled on my face. like This is great. So don't do that yeah. for Mortal Kombat no okay three drinks and some mates
1: i think this would be a great movie to Uh, watch and have a laugh with oh uh, my god i if i knew it was going to be like corny i think i and i did but they sold it as this something else and it's just i just want to make it clear it's not that
0: it's a bit of a laugh okay all right cool well let's move on from movies we've been hating to games we've been (laughs) playing to games we've been playing Works so nice. well, works so well. Um, so um, I'll give your voice box a little rest there, Carl. Um, Thank you. I'm going to talk about a little game that I've been playing all for a little bit now. So for those that don't know, I disappeared for a number of months. Didn't he just? Didn't I just? Oh. I'm back now. Didn't he just? It, it, it's it's over. So I um, I got introduced to a little game called Rust. Now for those that don't know Rust, it is a first person online survival shooter, MMO style sort of game, where you start off literally with a rock, no clothes, that's right, everyone is naked at the start, and then from there you have to go, um, forage for food, uh, get wood, stone, etc., build a base, and then go out and find materials, uh, find guns, um, and then pretty much shoot everyone else on the map. You know, um it's a it's a very uh PvP oriented oriented game, even though there are RP servers out there. So, um yeah, uh, I played it a little last year, but not much. A tiny, tiny bit. But this year, uh, I saw someone announce on Twitter there was an RP server for Rust. And I went, Oh, might give it a go again, you know, see how we go. And um yeah, so I jumped in and started enjoying it and then it hit that itch which I've been looking to feel like to scratch for so long. Uh, I love survival online games, shooting up other people and just the uh, the people interactions. I've spoken about this in the past with H1Z1 and Daisy, and Daisy hadn't been doing it for me for a long time. H1Z1's dead now. Um, and it wasn't really anything that sort of you know, I kind of enjoyed it until rustic, and when I started playing on this RP server, I'm like, "Oh my God, th- th- this is it. this is, this is it again." Um, so I played a good 200 hours on that RP server and eventually moved over onto a PVP realm, and from there, the game started to hot up, because everyone was pretty friendly on the RP <laughs> server. And when you go onto those main servers, or community servers, etc, everyone's an asshole. Everyone is such an asshole. I don't mean like a... Wait. Huh?
1: So they're friendly on the RP servers? Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Bloody That's earth. Nice. We, we had... Oh, I played it with my friend on this RP server, my friend Vic. Um, p- people were giving us materials, showing us how to set up things in the base. Um, then after that, I went on to um, PvP servers with a guy I went to uni we with. He has, he has played a lot of Rust in his life. He has played over 9,000 hours of Rust in his life. That's a lot of rust, That's That's a lot of rust. That is a lot of rust. He might have actual rust on him. I'll tell you what my total of hours is at the end of this. There's nowhere near that. But, um, yeah. Um, and then he took me onto PvP servers for the first time and, oh, my God, that was an eye-opener. Uh, just how brutal people are, how people will grief you when they can. They'll grief your base. No one gives a damn. No one gives a, an absolute flying fuck. So through him, I learned things a bit about PvP and how to build. Then from there, um, I did RP server again for a bit with Vic. And then I went out onto my own. Because I went, I'm going to try and survive solo. I went, why don't I try and survive solo and see how we go? I lasted about three hours um, until I saw a little person in chat say, hey, anyone want to group up? And I'm like... Yeah, I'll group up. So I started playing these two guys, Daddy Diabetes and Chesmond. And from there, we did a couple of wipes. Then when I talk about wipes, I don't talk about wiping your ass. Every week, fortnight or month, depending on what server you're on, the the whole island is wiped. Like everything's gone. Um, The island's regenerated and you start again. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a wipe. Um, so I Glad played, you cleared that up. Cause I thought you Thanks. were talking about, like, so yeah, I played shit. with these complete strangers, but we, we got along well. We had a little laughs. We had a lot of dumb shit happen to us. We had so much dumb shit happen. Like from when I was building the base, someone broke through the back wall, which I hadn't completed yet and stole all that shit to when we had our base up, people somehow jumping the fucking fence and stealing all our shit over and over again. I still have PTSD from that shit. I still do. Um, just to our base getting absolutely annihilated one night when we were offline. Um, but yeah, from there, um, our friend Koala came in. And Koala, nice. Koala taught Diabetes and I have more about the game. So it's, this was a whole learning experience for hours and hours. But it was a lot of fun playing with him. Uh, and then we, he left us sadly. Um, we found another guy lag. Lag was really cool. Um, again, taught no us one's ever
1: said that before. Yeah, probably.
0: I know. Uh, taught us. lag lags a bit of an asshole himself. So by this stage, we we'll are turning into more pricks on the game ourselves. Nice.
1: Okay. So it's yeah. rubbing off on you. Yeah.
0: It was cause you know, you get beaten up that many times and then you have the chance to beat up on someone. You go for it.
1: Wow, that what? sounds like it's classic bullying.
0: So bad, isn't it? It's just what this game does to you and your mindset. You know that. Oh wow, it's just yep. so fun. Why are people so mean to screw you assholes? I'm going to kill every one of you now. I don't care anymore. Um, oh my god, it sounds like life. Yeah, and then uh, and we did a couple of wipes with lag and, and uh, diabetes as well. Um, and then from there, I was starting to get a little over the game. Like I'd done a lot at the stage. But I went, the last thing I want to try is playing in a massive group. Which people call a Zerg, pretty much. So, I saw someone shout out in the Discord. Hey, do you guys want to... You know, we're looking for people. So, we mentioned this guy, Koz. And his name's Koz. um, And, yeah, Diabetes and I ended up joining this group of, like, 12 to 15 people. And that was a different experience again. Because we went on this massive map... And there was, a, there was a couple of other massive groups. Our base got wiped on day one by a bigger group. Um, pretty much the um, it, our server wipe ended when we joined with another massive group. And about 30 of us tried to raid this one group and failed. And that was pretty much the end of Rust for me. I've been back on a couple of times with the guys doing different things. But not as hardcore. And for those wondering, my hours are now up to 850 hours on the game. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of months, experiencing
1: that. um, What is Rust?
0: I I told you at the start, survival MMO kind of game. First person, you're all on an island. Uh, Like realistic graphics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much it's... Is it... It's King of the Arseholes, pretty much. Does it work like a really, really long um, Battle Royale, or
1: is it like a always-on... It's a, it's an always well, it's
0: a, it's an always going thing. So if you go to sleep, someone can destroy your base. It's always always on. There's no like
1: no takesies backsies. You yeah yeah. You have yeah. to always be on that server uh, forever, oh, kind of. Oh no
0: no, you can switch servers and all that sort of stuff if you want. But I mean like you build a base, someone could raid it when you go to bed, you know. Right. Um yep. and, and by raiding, I mean like people love to destroy each other's bases, and that's a big part of the game. You know, it's a huge yep. part of the game. Uh, building up the resources, be able to squash someone else's base, get, get pretty much get rid of them is, is what you're doing. Um, and we've had that happen to us. We've been raided. We've been offline raided when we've been in bed. We've been online raided when we've been on the game. And that is terrifying. That is absolutely terrifying. You'll all be sitting in the base and then you'll just feel this rocket hit the side of the base. And it's like, oh my God, like no warning out of nowhere, you know? Um, yeah, so we, we've been smacked a couple times when we've smacked other people too. Um, and yeah, look, it's a really fun game. It's really challenging. There's a lot to learn about it. A lot to learn. It's on PC at the moment and it's coming to console next month. But um, for those survival fans out there, it's, a, it's an awesome game. There's content added every single month. Since I started on it, they added a whole heap of new things. The biggest being the tunnel system. They added a whole tunnel system under the map. Now, where you can ride these train carts to get around the map and, and all that. It's actually really cool sort of stuff they added. But they're always adding things every month. So, constant content updates. Um, I think next month they're doing a graphical overhaul to coincide, oh. with, to coincide with the console release. Because the console right. actually has um, better lighting effects, etc. So, they're doing a full rehash of all that and changing a few things about how the island's are generated and stuff. So, I think that's next month's one. Um, But yeah, um, that's Russ. Anyway, let's get off Russ now because I've got to stop thinking about that game because I end up wanting to play it again. Um, I can hear it
1: and see it. Um, I know. Please tell me the the timestamp of that when you edit this video. Okay. I would love to know the percentage. Okay.
0: So, Carl, let's talk about uh, another game now because I need a rest from my voice now. You played uh, the new game from Joseph Perez. For those that don't know, he's the fuck the Oscars guy. His new game is called It Takes Two. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mr. Fuck the Oscars, which I wonder if he's stoked about being famous for that or not, because that's all we call him. It's the fuck the Oscars guy. Very charming, very brash, very confident man, but it's because he does make very unique, beautiful games that are all about co-op mm. and like multiplayer, but just, just two. And these games are about like split screens. So, you can play on the couch with someone, or you can play with someone remotely, but... Only one person needs to own the game. That's something he's done as well. Uh, And you might remember more recently, his last game was called A Way Out, and it's about two people trying to escape prison. And it was really, really bloody awesome. The concept is so cool, even so that one person could be in the middle of a cutscene while the other person could be walking around doing things. You have to work together to make puzzles work. Classic kind of co-op stuff. You know, it's been done heaps in like Splinter Cell and... Portal, but this the way this is done is more cinematic. And this game, it was so different visually when when I saw the trailers of it. It Takes Two is like, it's it's so whimsical is probably the best way to describe this. And it's just like, there's so much color and life compared to A Way Out, which was also really great. And there was a lot of cool relationships and it was like a buddy film and funny in its own way, but it was like rooted in reality a lot of dark mm-hmm. scenes, a lot of greys and browns, and you go out into nature a bit more later. But you know nothing that we're unfamiliar with. But this game, it takes two. is all that familiar stuff about working together and creating a story with one other person. I played it with another streamer on here, one of our good streamer friends in here, Brianna Grace. Um, we played it together, and it was just a joy. She's actually quite new at um, in in big games in general. She only oh, used to she normally should play Rust no let's leave let's take rust we're gonna put that in this little box here we're gonna close the door on it and it's made of cement so it's not gonna get that stuff on it that you like to think about and we're gonna bury that just for a little bit okay just fill and we're gonna put that away just for a okay.
0: second okay and then
1: but so i played it with brianna grace And we had just the most magical time. And I mentioned this because, yeah, she hasn't played a lot of games at the moment. She's just, she's falling in love with it right now, quite a new streamer, and she's jumping into a lot of new stuff. So this was something I suggested, but I was a little bit nervous because it's quite gamey. There's a lot of like different kinds of genres in here. It goes from everything to like adventure game, 3D exploration, to shooting, to like space shooter, to, to 2D fighting, like all kinds of weird stuff. And their concept in these games, and more so in this than ever, is you never do the same mechanic Mm -hmm. twice. Like every chapter is a completely different concept. Whereas most games today, especially single player experiences where, you know, or even like a co-op game, but it's like a single story experience. There's one or two main mechanics and they add a few things as you upgrade, but that's the concept as, as you go through. Um, and in this, the beauty of it is the world keeps changing. Your surroundings keep changing. You you play as a, a couple who are just about to um, go through a divorce. And your daughter casts a spell or a, a sort of, you know, curse on you. And, and it turns you both into these tiny little toys, a little wooden toy, a little clay toy. And you're like, honey, I shrunk the kid style, running around the giant house and figuring out how to get out of this and learning how to work together and cooperate as a couple to slowly, you know, hopefully to fall in love again. Yeah, And that's the premise of the game. And it's just bloody beautiful. I recommend it to anyone and everyone. Just rope someone in, it's, you only have to buy it once. So either go halvesies or just do it as a, as a gift or a date night, get your own game and call someone and say, hey, just please download this. It's free for you. Cause I've already downloaded the full one and play it together. It's It's a beautiful game. It, it won't even take you too long. It's it's more of like just one big giant sort of adventure. It, it's like a twelve-hour adventure. You know, it's, okay. it's nothing massive. <clears throat> cool, yeah, beautiful,
0: nice. It takes two. Uh, the other new game which came out <clears throat> recently here uh, on the Switch is uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Now we. Reviewed Monster yes. Hunter. Well, you didn't review it actually. It was actually Fish that oh, did wasn't me, uh, I wasn't here a couple of years ago for uh, Monster Hunter World. This is the newest iteration in the Monster Hunter series, which we know has been going for many years now. Um, they're back on handheld platforms again. Uh, a lot of people loved them on handheld platforms back in the day, etc. Um, people were pretty stoked. Um, I wasn't overly stoked going in, to be honest, but um, I was sort of coming off my rust high and I just needed something. And I went, oh, yeah, this is different enough. Yeah, it was. It was great. I actually really enjoyed it. So, just like um, the other Monster Hunter games, you're tasked with going out and hunting monsters. Uh, there's a bunch of new monsters. a bunch of old monsters all meshed in this game. Um, again, they've gone with the mini open world style, which is great. It has several maps that you can go around and explore. The monsters are all there. Um, numerous weapons, again, in the game, from great swords to a horn, Uh Uh, to bows etc and you choose what you like to use um you get missions from town to go hunt a monster you carve up their parts you make new gear you then go fight the tougher monsters etc etc which is really cool but they've added a few new things to this game so there is one uh called rampage mode sorry sorry guys yeah i've been talking a lot today um yeah, uh, where pretty much it's almost like a tower defense game. You've got to protect, like, this gate, and all these monsters come in. You set up all these traps, and then you arm, like, ballistas and things. So you don't find them hand-to-hand in this one. You use all, like, the the traps and, and, and ballistas and things you put around to stop the monsters, etc., which is kind of a, a new twist on things on it, um, which is great. And... Um, yeah, that was really cool. The other thing is, uh, they've added these uh, wire bugs, which is like this. Um, Ooh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Another way of getting around. So you pretty much shoot out like this little thread in a way, and you can like attach it to a cliff and then like grapple up a cliff. So it works
1: it. like a grapple hook or a hook shot more. Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. And you use these in quick succession to sort of get around. And they've also added a new. Uh, companion you normally have your little cat friend this time you get a dog friend as well and you can ride your dog friend and you can have both cat friend and dog friend with you and as go- well as yeah okay yeah except in multiplayer games you have to choose which one you want to take um mm. the cat probably has more uses but the dog is great for getting around so you just got to make that sort of choice i mostly use just cat on multiplayer now though because yep. uh, just the more uses but i'm always running catch up because everyone else is still using dogs pretty much
1: yeah because um, it's new and fun yeah
0: and you know this is a full monster the game. like there's a lot of hours of content in it uh, at the moment you can get up to um, hunter rank seven uh so you got hunter ranks throughout the game Oh,
1: seven. okay
0: yeah but at the end of this month they add a new content and they're raising that cap so it's, it's going up even further. They're adding new monsters and every month it looks like they're going to be adding new monsters again, much like Monster Hunter World uh, as well. So that's pretty mm. exciting. They'll be adding in new and old um, monsters, it seems, along the way. Um, but, yeah, it's a great game. I think it will be coming to PC next year, but in terms of console, it's only Switch.
1: That's a very strange.
0: And is.
1: It's slightly visually different than Monster Hunter World. Oh,
0: right? it's, I, oh, it's the slightest visual downgrade, but you know what? Playing it in handheld, it looks great. Playing it on the telly, it looks great. It runs great. It feels great. Auto-control the yeah. there. Um, I mean, I don't so much mean a downgrade.
1: I mean, like, it's artistically a bit different too because it's, it's a little bit more cell-shady-ish. Oh, like, I, would, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't,
0: no way, no, not at all. You don't think so? No, you've got a win
1: no, cartoony vibe. No,
0: I think you're thinking of Monster Hunter Stories, which is coming out soon. No, that's the anime looking one. Yeah. I mean
1: this one, like, it doesn't feel like they're going for that realism vibe. And instead of just taking down the resolution, it feels like they've changed a bit of that, like maybe like maybe, from-
0: maybe slightly, but not by oh, yeah, I guess a little. But it yeah. still it still feels realistic. It still looks great. Um and it's super easy to jump into online stuff. Just got the little notice board, bang, you in within under 30 seconds or whatever. Um, it's it's really cool. And there's a cool little story that goes along with it as well. Um, yeah, I was uh, quite impressed. I'm quite a fan of it, actually. I, I think I've played more of this now than I did World, actually. So Wow,
1: ah, you didn't get into World that much? Oh, I
0: did. I got to the end of World. But I think I'm going to keep playing this in the post-game now because I'm just really enjoying it. And yeah, nice. I think that because what happened with World was that all my friends were split across different consoles. Like we didn't play World together because you were on Xbox and I was on PlayStation for it. Well, this yeah, everyone's on Switch, so it's like you got Monster Hunter. Yeah, I do. Cool, let's play. Well, before yep. it's like you got Monster Hunter. Yeah, I'm on PC. Oh, I'm on PlayStation. Or oh, I'm on place oh, I'm, oh, I'm on Xbox. You know, this just yeah. makes it so much easier. It's like right.
1: And it was a nightmare to connect, I remember, every yeah, time we tried yeah. to.
0: But it's, it's great. Like I've sat in bed a m- bunch of times, just sort of had to switch there, jumped on, hunted a monster, boom, 15 minutes, bang, sleep. It's good.
1: Nice. That's perfect.
0: Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's it's great. It's great. It's good fun. I highly recommend it. Also, uh, we are going to make mention of some earlier releases this year because we haven't podcasted in so long. We'll have a quick chat about it. The Medium came out several months ago on yeah. Xbox Game Pass, the third-person uh horror puzzler game i guess you could call it set in set in crackle poland
1: yeah and that was like uh you know alan wake meets resident evil Mm -hmm. it was a very interesting concept uh but two things kind of held me back in um making it all the way through that one unfortunately and one was it was extremely slow between Mm -hmm. events it just very slow gameplay, almost like walking simulator style when it was supposed to feel, um, you know, like it it was kind of sold as an action-y, a bit more fast-paced and horror but it, things that happened were few and far between. And the visuals were just really weird because this was Xbox's first big release, big um, exclusive, you know, Xbox exclusive since the new consoles launched. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting... Probably wrongfully so, but I was expecting something a bit with a bit more visual wow. And the um, environments were stunning, but the character models were just very dated. Yep. Very, very dated. Mm-hmm. And it pulled me straight out. As soon as I saw like a zoom in sort of cut scene using the game engine, I was like, control looked better than this.
0: Okay. You know, like mm. by
1: a lot. And so those little things just kind of broke it for me. That Mostly, you know, I can get over the visuals if mm-hmm. everything else is you know, up to par, but it was just so... I just found it too slow Okay. to be eerie.
0: I thought you liked slow games, though.
1: Yeah, I do. When I know it's that genre, I, I don't think it's a... I don't think they're going for slow, mm. which is why it's weird. Like, okay. I do, like, a game that's, like, purposely slow, like something like Firewatch. Yeah, You know, yeah, yeah. I, I loved that because it's paced specifically for that speed. And so in the time that you're going between events stories are happening and relationships are building. Where it's in this, you're just walking okay. in a hallway yeah. at nothing. Okay. And it's just like, ah, oh, it just feels like everything takes ages to look and you're supposed to like pick things up and look through them. And there's just not enough engaging content between bits. It feels like a game version of the early sailing in Wind Waker. You know, when you're just like sailing, sailing, sailing. Before you could get that high-speed sale they put in in the remake to fix it all.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: How uh, did you find it? Um.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't play much of it because Rust. Oh yeah. Of uh, course. Uh, um, <laughs> um. But I played a little bit. I didn't get very far. You're right. It is slow. I did like the camera angles though. Actually, I did like. Yeah, it was fun. I did like the Resident Evil style camera angles. It f- took me back. But I'm like, could I do a whole game of this again? Probably not. It's nice as a little. Thing, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to do a whole game of this. And then when you said there's no combat at all in the game, I kind of stopped. I kind of didn't want to. Yeah. I kind of didn't want to keep going, um, personally, which is yeah. sad because it was it was a game I was actually looking forward to. Um, I know, me too. But yeah, um, yeah. The other game uh, we tried out near the start of the year, and this one I didn't play much of either, which was uh, Hitman Three. Uh, for those that oh, yeah. don't know, Hitman, Hitman 3rd person game. Uh, you play as an agent and you're like in a not open world but it's like a sandbox thing that you've got to kill certain targets etc but you can do it any way you want whether you dress up as yeah. someone you you sneak through Mute events <laughs> uh, etc yeah. etc et um, and all that sort of stuff but um, yeah you know it, it's like the old ones but again oh, I'll tell you what it looked absolutely stunning for starters wait
1: before you keep going oh, i can tell you what I thought you were going to say, I tell you what did look stunning, but yeah, Hitman did. I thought you were moving on and I had to stop you because, holy crap, I had fun with Hitman.
0: Yeah. Or well, those the opening for you to come in.
1: Good, good. I was scared you were like, and that's enough, but I'll tell you what did look good. I was like, oh no, he's still talking about Hitman. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. That game, wow, that brought me back to just like, OG. gee, um, stealth games but with with it had this soul of Dishonored which now I know is backwards and Dishonored has more of a soul of Hitman because it's been around for so much longer and it did for me what it did for so many fans that I've seen now because it sold so many more and I'm happy for it Mm -hmm. copies of Hitman 3 than any other copy Mm. and it includes levels from 2 and 1 in it and it's made people realize like I realized like why did I skip this whole franchise why did I just avoid it? We did. You know, like we, I think the I think the new Hitman
0: I think the new Hitman trilogy's been going since we've been on the podcast. Funnily, funnily enough, and we just yeah. haven't touched any of them. Nah,
1: and it's this was so much fun. It's like they don't take themselves too seriously. It's got which in in that mood, it gives me that Metal Gear Solid vibe where you know that one they're trying to be all serious, but you can also dress up in a duck suit and make quack noises when you walk. You know, like just silly things the costumes and the way people react to the way you do different things and how you take out a mission and find a target is brilliant the world reacts to you so satisfyingly you can you can like you know poison people or you can take them out silently or you can like affect a part of the uh, environment and then walk away and let it slowly like uh, let let a barrel fall onto someone and you know you you're so far away from the action that you're like i don't know what happened i'm not, I'm not sure what you're talking about you can dress up as anyone on on that ship the disguises work brilliantly. You can go upstairs to like VIP sections if you're wearing the right outfit. Um, people will search you if you're carrying contraband. So you got to hide certain weapons and know to come back to it via a back door or window. It's so many small things that feel silly, but feel doable. It's it's my favorite kind of stealth game in where you look at something and go, I wonder if I could get around this doing it this way. Yeah, And it works. And it always just like, it's just that simple and you're just like, oh my God, I can't believe this works. And the more you try things, the more it meets up to your expectations, which mm-hmm. I'm just so impressed by. And it doesn't, it works in little levels. So every level is like a scenario, you're on a boat, you're in a hotel, you're you know, in, in a house thing and every kind of setup works and acts differently. Uh, you could be at like this big event and you have to walk and act naturally in certain spots. And it's all, just the strategy is so brilliant in that you do, you can get through everything so quickly, but the idea is you replay a level 10, 15 times, over and over because you want to. You know, you'll, you can finish that whole game with one run through, or you can just keep going through. Like I spent, I think it was six hours in the first level, which you can finish in about 10 minutes. Uh huh. And I just stayed in there trying anything and everything, just to have a laugh, and then I was doing, you you get um, not just your speed, but you get little um, uh, sort of, what do we call them? Like uh, things you have to pull off, challenges. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a list of challenges, right? And they say, like, you know, try do this uh, without anyone seeing you or try and hit this guy with the, you know, this rubber thing or try and make sure you get up to this level without, oh, while dressed as this certain thing, or take out this guy with this weapon and things that'll make you force you to go around the way that you didn't expect to. And Mm -hmm. it forces forces you to try all different kind of aspects. And it's all just so creative. And a lot of it is really charming and funny. And it doesn't look anywhere near as boring and serious as the cover art looks, which is all I ever thought. So a guy, bald head with a red tie. And I went, screw that. That doesn't look fun to me at all. Fair so enough. I never played it. But it's really good. Very worth trying.
0: Nice. All right, guys. That is it for games we have been playing. So let's get this moving. We're going to roll into our shout-out segment. Uh, so this this one today is obviously everyone that's everyone followed the Game Train content for a while already knows But these guys. But we're going to shout them out again because we've got a big event coming out. That's right. People, Generosity 9 is happening. Now, What people that don't know what Generosity is, uh, it is an Australian charity uh, which raises money for various causes. It is actually an official charity now. It used to be a non-for-profit, but it's now an official charity auxiliary fund or artillery fund. Someone keeps saying it. Ch- <laughs> keeps getting nice. it wrong. Um, nice. And- that is not what it is. That's right. So, uh, yeah, it's this thing Carl and I have been part of for uh, for a while now. Um, and it's, it's really, really cool stuff. A bunch of people that um, put in their own time to make these events happen. They're normally streaming events, which run for 50-plus hours, bringing in a bunch of content creators from around Australia, etc. Yes. Together to help raise money for a good cause. So this time again for Generosity Nine, which we're calling Slumber Party, uh, we are raising money for Cure Cancer, who we've done work with in the past, um, et cetera, which is a great cause. Um, so far, I think without going into too much specifics, we've been planning the event. So he's running, uh, 28th of April now to the 2nd of May it's been extended two days um, randomly Uh, it looks like we've got about 100 hours of content over 6 days now maybe because we've got a few things happening in a (laughs) pre-show lead up and then we go into it etc so uh, this will all be streamed on the Generosity channel from as I said the 28th uh, until the the 2nd with some pre-show stuff as well um and, yeah, yeah, the Generosity
1: uh, channel, sorry, just to interrupt real quick, is just twitch.tv slash generosity, spelled yeah. with an O-Z yeah. in the middle to check that's, all that out. That's right.
0: So, yeah, check all that out. Uh, Carl and I will be on there. We'll be doing a podcast on there. Carl's doing some music stuff on there. And... Really- um and we'll be doing our 100th episode. We'll be doing our 100th episode on there, which will be kind of I'm exciting as well. Very stoked to do that. Um, yep. And probably various other things here and there we'll be involved with over the, over the few days. We'll um, be there the whole time. But so yeah, we'll we'll we've been, a we've been uh, quite, quite busy um, getting everything set up for that at the moment. So that's why my yes. voice is so tired today because I've been talking a lot about it today. So I'm tired. Um, yep. I can't wait. I've I've chucked the uh, the links in both
1: chats there to their actual Twitch and also another link to um, a YouTube video that represents what Generosity is all about. So if you guys are here in the chat, Mm -hmm. just click on that and you can uh, jump in and check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, that is our shout out for this week. So let's roll into our review. Now, we don't have a little musical track for review. We're lazy boys, as we said earlier. We don't have one for you guys today. So just imagine one's there and... um, yeah, it's really really great stuff. So let's roll into the review this week, which is Oddworld Soulstorm. And that's what a music normally is, yes. but we're just going to go into it. So let's <laughs> This is Rapture
1: Phones. Let. let- <laughs> I used to work here. I was really a slave. Mate, My name is Abe.
0: That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's amazing stuff. But anyway, um Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm is published by Oddworld Inhabitants, developed by Just Add Water. It is a reimagining of Abe's Exodus, which was one of the old, the um, sequel to the original Oddworld, which came out many years ago. Um, The original Oddworld, a few years ago, also got a remake called New and Tasty. Um, It, yeah, it is a platform puzzle game where you play as the uh, creature, my and Abe. Uh, and he's on a quest to save his friends. So pretty much, the Modorkans are enslaved by the Gluckans. Uh, they do all the work for these Gluckans, and the Gluckans also turn them pretty much into food and drink products along the way. Um, and it's your job as Abe to pretty much liberate your your slave friends from from these uh, tyrannal uh, Gluckans. And what, yes, what, what a weird sentence that was! Um, <laughs> I know, so, I love it. So just like the old Abe games, um, it is, yeah, generally a 2D game going from left to right or right to left. Uh, this one sort of adds a bit more 3D elements into it as well along the way. But yeah, so you get through the levels by either walking, running, jumping, or possessing your enemies. Abe has a special gift where he can possess enemies. Generally, the, the little um, armed guards called sligs, blah, whatever they make the noise of. Um, is that is that it? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is this what is this what we're progressing down to now? I love it. I will. I will never change. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, you go through the levels like that, and you're trying to avoid death traps because there's death around every corner. Whether it's just a bottomless pit, or it's a giant machine that will destroy you, or you'll get hit by a train, or or you'll just get shot, or um, yep. or eaten by some of the other numerous bad guys in the game.
1: Yeah, and and you're like a lot of it is crowd management as well, you know. Like, oh, so the yes. first one, uh, well, originally the first one is you only ever carrying one person around, but this one you're, oof, like, a dozen following you, more even, mm-hmm. uh, all at once, and you're trying to manage all that, which which is weird because games where you're asking people to follow you around is usually the worst idea of fun ever. Mm-hmm. And, and just the, the worst part of like an escort mission is the worst part of any game usually just straight up ever. Um, but Oddworld makes it fun. It makes it challenging. It makes it interesting because these creatures, they do listen and, and like they move where you need them to move mostly. They do what you know you want them to do. And And it's just kind of this quirky, beautiful thing. And what I love about it is they're not the only helpless ones you are as well. And I've always loved that about the Odd World series. You know, besides your meditation skill, which you need a lot of strategy to do and places to figure out, um, you're mostly helpless. You'll, you'll take one or two shots or like one little touch from a different creature and you're dead. So it's, it's all about placement and strategy and nuance. And I, I love that in Odd World very much. And I guess one of the big things as well that's back. In this is odd world itself that is probably my favorite thing about this entire series is the entire world mm-hmm. the the vision that this team has that Lorne Lanning, the creator of odd world himself has has come up with it's dark and it's beautiful at the same time it's like nature is is terrifying yet intriguing and mysterious and like just the art itself and that it's captured so well in 2D. When they went on to Munch's Odyssey and Stranger's Wrath and did more 3D worlds, I feel like that could never quite capture the magic that was Oddworld, because it's something that has to be captured in a 2D plane, because it's more of like this, like concept art, mm-hmm. you know, like this glorious painting, which I think is really showed off more in a 2D game. And it falls so far back into the distance, like 3D and, and the camera bends and, swerves with you wherever you go but it's always still on a 2d plane much like a more modern um concept of that i think is the motorbike trials games
0: okay yeah yep yeah yeah so um yeah look we're both fans of the old games of course carl has um abe tattooed on his arm next to his um astro boy tattoo i'm pretty sure somewhere um i have to drop that joke in again um, nice. cause I, I love to, sorry, Thank you. no, but I, no, he's, he's a, he, he's a, he's a big fan of, um, of the world series. He is very excited for Soulstorm. Now it's not a perfect game at all. No, um, God. there's been some big changes. So let's go through the changes for starters. For example, um, oh. the old game used to almost work on, what would you call it? A grid system. Grid, definitely a grid system, almost like
1: pixels. Yes. But it wasn't.
0: Yes. So you could be so damn precise and you had to be with your movements. It was part of the puzzles. Yes. Yeah. You have to stand on square X to get past Y. If you're not on this square, you will die pretty much or whatever. So you you find out where that part is and you go through and and land on the next platform and you've got to stay on that exact spot. Can't move because if you step to either grid spot on side to side... Uh, you will die, etc. etc. This sort of throws it out the window, and it's almost like we talked about uh, the other year with the Crash Bandicoot remasters, where it felt yeah. like Crash, but it didn't feel like Crash at the same time. It's the exact same as it feels like Old World, but at the same time, you notice it straight away. There is none of that precision, and oh my god. Oh, my God. It changes it, it changes the whole game. But also what they added in, and I think this is really unnecessary, is a double jump for Abe. Abe's never double yep. jumped before. Nah. He's unathletic as fuck, this guy. He's skinny, uh, like, and hungry. Yeah, That's he's, he's skinny, How hungry. How did he learn to double jump? I don't... Where did the double jump come from? I don't know. And it's insane no. they added this in. I think it was really unnecessary that they added it into the game.
1: And not just that, like, one mechanic So the the grid system where you walk forwards you press a button and you walk one step forward you press a back button and you are back in that same exact spot you were forward and back and so on and that one of the main things as you know is going right up to the perfect distance to one of the bombs that you have to disarm Mm -hmm. that's very important because you'll be a gap away and you can't reach it you press forward once and you can reach it Mm -hmm. you tap forward one more time and you'll die Yes. that simple. Yes. But that also happens with gaps. Yes. And then the gaps, you, you can walk right to the edge of the gap and you can jump forward or you can bend, like you can um, lower yourself on the ledge or mm-hmm. lift yourself on the next ledge. Now, the gaps work very specifically. If you press jump, he jumps two spaces forward. Yes. Always. That's how it's always been. Yes. But in this, when you press jump, he just jumps up. And it's not right you have to so now you have to hold forward and jump which means you move forward a little bit Mm -hmm. and like just everything changes so much and it used to be like duck forward forward roll roll stand jump duck roll roll forward stand jump over mine up ledge Mm -hmm. and you could almost learn it like a like learning a a song on a keyboard it was almost poetic to play yeah the precision was like very satisfying
0: it was like retro yeah, it in was, a modern it, world yeah, exactly exactly and I, I think that's something that this game is severely lacking um also for another reason or not they've added items into this game and crafting which i don't think you really needed to craft items because most items that you could craft you can also just get from vending machines anyway So it was very strange. It felt like a tacked on thing that they just sort of threw in there. And especially one where it's like, oh, you gotta buy from vending machine A, a bunch of materials and from vending machine B to make item C. Why not just give me a vending machine for item C and just be done with it? Cut out A and B. I don't need that. And sometimes you have to
1: collect coins for vending machine A. Yes. But vending machine B is free. Yes. But the coins are in a different room. Yes. And that which I guess I guess is part of the puzzle. Yeah, sometimes.
0: but at the end of the day, it just felt like really unnecessary to just be hunting through bins and shit the whole time and and all that to to get coins. But anyway, let's um, let's keep talking about this. So, um, you, you spoke about yeah, that was just one of my annoyances I wanted to bring up. But yeah, uh, I think the change in in the grid system hurts this game a lot. It made it. it yeah. yeah. It, it made, Sadly, it, it made some parts of the game. Very frustrating. There are very other very frustrating things like your Modorkans, who are your, your little follower friends, not doing what you fucking tell them to. Now I mean nah. something so simple. I mean something so simple. There are lockers in this game so you can hide them like Soul Snake. I love that. I love the locker thing. It's great when you have a bunch of Midorkins follow you and they all hide in the lockers too. If they decide to hide in the fucking lockers, you go up, you hit the button to all hide in the locker. Um eight eight of you all jump in. One idiot just stands out there. He just didn't even move. He gets shot. Oh, cool. I want to save all the Medorkins in this run. I'm going to now reload my game. Reload, reload, reload. Until eventually, for some reason, he actually decides to go in. You're like, cool, I did that part. Next part. Oh, sweet. Um, They're bugged out now. The fucking Medorkins are bugged out. I've lost two forever. I don't know where the fuck they've gone like yeah. so there's 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 a yeah there's quite the, a few bugs oh, like that Jesus it was killing me man it was killing me those are frustrating and I
1: have I have a fix for it what? one one fix that the good thing about that unlike the grid system which is like a part of the game this is like something that could get patched out or fixed up through hmm. software but there's one fix already and its just a simple thing one word which is two words joined together but a classic word that's part of odd world quicksake yeah. All you need. You need a quick save right before that moment, the dumb moment, and then yeah. you do it 10 times and have a laugh because maybe maybe they're a bit dumb on purpose so that they get nah, to and No, this is,
0: this is just wrong. This is just wrong. I know. This I know what just, you mean, but it yeah. could
1: be like, they could go for it to be like, oh, let's make the AI a little bit but, dumb and frustrating, but, uh, which uh, is fine. Hold up. Just oh. the last bit, which is fine if the AI is a bit silly because part of it is killing your people by mistake and, and yeah. most of it is buggy, but if that were intentional, don't make the save point five screens back. Yeah. You know, make give us a quick save right before that moment. And then we can like go, oh, you idiot. Oh, you're such a moron. But how funny is that? Let's try again 10 times. But we're right there. But then if your save thing is like three or four save points behind, you have to like recraft things and do this bit again Mm -hmm. and collect the bins again and then try the lockers again and you die. And you're like,
0: no! <laughs> yeah, that, that was annoying. Yes, also, um, we, you talk about the grid system again. This is what we keep bringing up. But uh, a numerous bunch, bunch of times when I had Modorkins with me, for whatever reason, just the tip of their friggin' toe was over like a spot as they're walking. But it wasn't every time because cause it wasn't grid-based and stuff. And depending on where you walked in that, their foot wasn't always in that position when you'd step forward. It's so hard to explain, but I went through this, I watched other streamers going through this and went I think you went through the same thing where they just get oh, ankle said- when they just get ankle tapped or whatever and you're like, that's not right. They were on the square in front of it. It shouldn't be yeah. happening. But it <laughs> yeah. was. But it wouldn't happen the next attempt because for whatever reason their foot's over the line because maybe you didn't I, I don't know. It was an absolute mess. Then the other thing. They added these new hanging Beams that you can grab onto Like almost like monkey bars That you can jump between I thought this was really cool For us I'm like yeah, This is really cool That it's just sort of add in a different way of Of puzzling No It was awful Like there was one bit um, Where he just didn't seem to grab the train. On. He just didn't grab onto him properly Like the train was the worst I think uh, On the undercarriage of this train You fall you die right And there was these All these um, Sort of grappling things That you can grab onto Problem was That You couldn't just Um, Tap right and jump to jump to the next one, which is how it's supposed to be. Instead, you had to jump right, slightly fall, but then hit jump to double jump underneath it, and that's the only way he would grab on. Now, the amount of tries, the amount of tries to do that was just insane and just just rage-inducing, just how frustrating it was to just miss little things, where it should have been a really simple thing. The bigger jump should have been a straight double jump, smaller ones, straight jumps, boom. Easy stuff. No, it did not happen. Like, it was just little bits like this just made the game so hard. And, and there was numerous others. Bugs happening, Madorkin's disappearing, uh, Slig's not resetting to their positions. Um... Getting shot out of the middle of nowhere, like how did I die from this? I don't understand. How are you seeing me when I'm here? You should not be able to see me. There was so much of this in this game, that it. I enjoyed it, but I hated this game so much. Damn. Now, there there is a lot
1: of negative, especially with the um with the bugs and stuff. But I found there was outside of those bugs, and they were there was like quite a few of them, but not as much as. If you just listen to Callan's review, it sounds like a two out of ten game from that last. Oh, it's not. It's not a two out of ten game. I'll tell you that. No, no. But I'm just saying, from 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 a listener that's just heard this part because we haven't even gone through anything that was beautiful except me talking about the world. But there is, it's not just a game full of bugs. Like there is so much beauty in it, and the puzzles that most most of the puzzles in this game are extremely satisfying and beautiful to play. Mm -hmm. These bugs are awful and Mm -hmm. in there and they can't be changed so far so hopefully they do fix them yeah and they ruin it yeah they they take like some of them will take you hours because you're just locked or you have to um unfortunately like redo a level but most of that level is brilliantly just like designed and the the beauty and the world of odd world that you remember from these old games there's so much of that like
0: Tasteful nostalgia that they've brought back. There, there is, like just but stuff. again, let's talk about the beauty of it. The game doesn't start beautiful. Like I felt the first two levels were the most ugliest levels in the game, which was, and we spoke about this off podcast. That um, why why start a game with like just ugly areas? Like give us the beautiful areas to start with. Well, well, I get it. Because
1: yeah. what's the most beautiful console game ever? Like arguably, I think it would probably be Red Dead Redemption 2. And that game starts with the most ugliest part of it as well. That's true. That's true. But and I understand why. It's to create that awe effect when it does get beautiful. Yeah. It's bold.
0: But like, it was muddy. Like when and you first I first get in I, there. And I did speak to other people and they're like, Oh, I'm not enjoying this, it's not pretty. I said, Just wait, you'll see the nostalgia and will come back. And as soon as you get to the pretty. as soon as you get to that train station and you see that old style text that you know, the Madoka yep. counters up there, all these little things, and you're like, Oh yeah, this brings me back. This is this is this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah, and when you when you go back to nature and it it's it's
1: stunning over there, and I just think also I feel like in this it's, I haven't felt this way in so long where, like since PS1 games even, where the cutscenes are back, man. These yeah. cutscenes are beautiful. And they do that thing in old games where you play a level and you work so hard just to get through it. So you can get the reward of seeing this epic cutscene. where you're like, ah, oh, finally I get this. And they suck you in. The story is beautiful. I'm loving this story. Like yeah. the way, it, not just the writing, but how it's filmed There's like, Well, I say filmed, but you know how it's shot and and designed to look, Um, it's quirky, Mm -hmm. it's very meaningful. There's some very, very powerful pieces, but it's also got that spirit of Oddworld where it's darkly funny, like there's black humor. And it's just like, even little silly, simple things like slapstick humor. But these cutscenes are gorgeous. I'm just so in love with them. It feels like I'm a kid again. I don't know why, but something about it just takes me out of the fact that I can just go to YouTube and look them up in this yeah. day and age of 2021. But the work feels worth it when I get to each cutscene, and it's long and like meaty enough to feel rewarding, but the character development of Abe himself is powerful and he's becoming more of this powerful revolutionary, you know, and, and starting this, starting something powerful with his followers. It is really beautiful to get in there. Um, so I did find the story is awesome, and it just feels like yes, cutscenes are back. Yeah. Bring back the old beautiful cutscenes. I mm-hmm. do miss them.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I think a couple of things are missing from this game, uh, which I spoke to you about before this, and you were very upset, and I'm very upset. Uh, two, yes. of, two of the greatest creatures in Oddworld games, the uh, Paramites and Scrabs, don't make a friggin' appearance. Oh, Absolute heartbreaking. That hurts
1: yeah yeah that's that's absolutely like, heartbreaking like no goombas in mario or something yeah well, that, like it's that part, yeah yeah you know all the yeah that that part's um really really hard for me you know i i love that the sligs are still there it's it's a, the more new kind of slig yeah uh, and they they had this slogs and um you know like there's all kinds of classic creatures and these ones they're not just not there, but they tease them throughout. Yeah. It's such an integral part of the story. They're like, and such a beautiful part of the nature of Oddworld, because they're part of the natural world. Yes. And, and I love that with them, because it's not just like part of the Soulstorm Brewery or Rapture Farms or anything like that. Um, and I miss them because they have that thing where they show you that when you go out in the wild, in Oddworld, this place is a ruthless place. And this is yeah. what built the culture of the Mudakans and their survivor, you know, that like their survival instincts and what they've become is from these specific two creatures Yeah, and he's the the tattoo on the backs and the fronts of his mm-hmm. hands are those creatures. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's part of the spirit that makes up Abe. So that was really sad to see that
0: they weren't in here. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap up this review out of 10. What do you give this? This is uh, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, I gave this a
1: 7.7. 7 okay.
0: For me. Yeah. You wanted like, to give it a 10, I know you so did. Like I uh, wanted to give it I wanted to give it at least a 9. Yeah. You know, like I, this
1: was this was my hype train for oh five 5 or 6 times, you know, like many times. This is one of my favorite franchises of all time, and I I I give it a tentative 8 if those bugs were fixed in post. Okay. And I'll come back to it, but those can many of the problems can be fixed the thing that breaks my heart the most and it's not even the scrabs missing and the paramites, it's the grid system that's that's what i'm in there for yeah i love that yeah so that's that's what hurts the most the bugs suck but they can be fixed in patches yeah it's not it's not a big thing
0: yeah look i'll give it a 6.5 i think the bugs i think the bugs hurt it bugs hurt it massively Yeah, it does. It really it really well, does. I, I haven't gotten angry at this angry at a video game in a long time. No, you have not. Good sir. Like in a I, long it like it caused me no legit anger. stress. Legit stress. Like uh, I had a haircut today. I had more grey hairs, I blame the game. Um you know? So yeah, look, um I think I I think we nailed it all. Um, my, my, my my two favourite creatures are missing from the game, which they are a big part of World and Exodus, and this being a reimagining of Exodus is really sad they didn't make make the cut. Um, grid system gone sucks big time. Um, the bugginess uh, sometimes just things just not being snappy in the control scheme, and they double jump. I absolutely hate it. Yep. yep. <laughs> but in saying that, it was you still a that. good game. But there was just I things loved I my found, time with it. Look, it's free on yeah. PS Plus, and if you've got a PlayStation Five and PS Plus, grab the game, give it a go. It can be a frustrating mess, but it, there's a there is a good game under there. There are just issues with it, which is um, which is a bit sad at times, you know. But yes, folks, uh, that was our review on Soulstorm, or Oddworld Soulstorm. Normally, the music and trailer would play here, but we don't have it because we're lazy boys tonight. So, let's roll into... This is the part of the podcast when we ask for you guys' input out there, you folks out there. Drop your questions in chat right now and we will answer a few of them for you. Uh, and while you guys are drumming up some questions here, we'll do our little spill. Remember, guys, you can always find Game Train Podcast on Podbean on Twitch, which we're broadcasting on live right now, twitch.tv slash gametraintwitch. Also on Twitter, at Game Train Talk. Also, over on Instagram at Game Train Podcast and on Facebook at Game Train Podcast, Facebook.com slash Game Train Podcast. Um, anyway, Carl, what are your little social tags, etc.? My little social tags are
1: uh, right here for the people who can see us. Uh, but on Twitch, I am the underscore lyrical. Thank you, uh, Adamson, over there. Uh, on Facebook, I am the lyrical official. Um, on instagram i'm just the lyrical twitter i'm underscore the underscore lyrical underscore don't freaking ask me i did my best yeah uh, that's where you can find me you can check all of that stuff on the if you don't remember anything that's the easiest way yeah.
0: all right folks awesome uh chat you got any questions anything at all let's let's see them guys
1: hit us with your best shots yeah questions about uh gaming related things past, present and future or anything uh, just related to myself yeah, and yeah, my yeah, uh, good co-host Callan yeah. over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and if we if we wanted to, we can uh, we can slowly go through the uh, lame love and hype train while waiting for these guys to ah, put we'll, some we'll,
0: we'll give questions them a, together. We'll give them another, another second. Oh, wait, you can here, here we go. Uh, A.P. Addison, are you out of storage on your consoles yet? um yes yes uh, both uh i ran out on my xbox series s straight away pretty much yep. uh, well i mean you know given that you have to
1: you have to finish that story with we were given what 12 games yeah, on day yeah, one so yeah. it's not like oh i ran out because i just bought it at the shops and put two games on it. we had more games than you
0: normally would have had that's right uh, my playstation is actually not filled yet because i don't have much on there i've got what demon souls odd world bug snacks, Spider-Man. That's probably about it on there. So no, I still got, uh, still got a bit of room on there. Next question. Well, we've got the romp. Mine's full, but, um, we can move on. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, no, no, that's the, all right. The romp asked a question. Yes. Let's <laughs> uh, go. The uh, romp. My uh, man. Thank uh, you for the follow. Uh, anyone going to give near replicant remake our plate? Maybe, uh, um, yeah, that came out right now, actually today. It did. It did. Um, I, I don't even want to try and pronounce the title. <laughs> what, what's with these guys and their titles? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, um, I might give it a play.
1: I'm not... I just want to... It just... All it does is makes me want to play Automata again. Like, yeah. through... Now that, you know, the upgraded version is on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I just want to jump on and do that again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I might. Rom- uh, maybe not straight away, but soon. I think so. I'm just short on the, on the cash front at the moment, so... Carl has to buy the next game Um, uh, Spirit of the Sea can I go see the stupid film still how many drinks would make it a good film Oh, we're not stopping you from seeing a movie Carl just says Um, it's a garbage fire Spirit of the Sea how many drinks do you have
1: maybe maybe a flask after a carton. And see what happens.
0: <laughs> uh, AP Addison. Are you excited for Returnal? Seems like the first time we're getting a real PS5 game this year. You know what? Actually, reading some of the previews, because people have preview... all oh, They have review copies now, and they can talk about the first five hours. Uh, Sony, if you'd like to send us a review copy, that'd be great. Um, Sick. Yeah. Um, it sounds pretty cool so far, especially the roguelike elements, etc. So I'm excited for it, Austin. I think you're right. It feels like the first big... PS5 release since launch which is really great um, yeah and
1: seeing as I couldn't uh, get into the Souls-like stuff you know that, which was the only real um, exclusive of PS5 yeah. Demon Souls yeah. now this smells like Souls-like but I'm hoping it's a lot more roguelike than Souls-like because if, if the first two PS5 games at all are both Souls-like experiences I'm going to be such a disappointed boy
0: uh, um, Genghis Twana, are we doing PAX Game Train video coverage this year? Probably not. We're going to be so busy with generosity at PAX. Carla, yeah, it'll be
1: sadly. I mean, maybe he could do um, a generosity video coverage,
0: but they have a lot of that going on. Yeah. Well, maybe we could sneak uh, him backstage. We, 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 no, we, 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 m- we might be able to do something here and there and put something together. Because um, we're doing media. But we won't be on the floor a lot. We'll, we'll be on the floor in the morning for Meteor Hour, which you and I can go into, but he won't be able to.
1: Well, you know, maybe uh, we'll, well,
0: you're not allowed to film in there because Ben even got in trouble. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, oh, knows, we, we, that, that, that's a conversation for a later date, Twan. We'll have a, we'll, we'll work, we'll work out that one. See what we can do. Um, Jolson yeah. asks, uh, any fans of Ace Attorney in the pod? Great Ace Attorney set in Victoria, London's finally coming out in English. Year, famous detective Sherlock Holmes. Never played nope. Ace Attorney. I don't think yeah. I'm really overly interested no me neither uh, it's I one mean, they, it's they, one they i've seen around like really cool they seem like cool games that like, it's just something that's really i don't know really hasn't taken a offense fan- i just feel yet. like if i'm going to do one of those um static image picturey games i want to try
1: professor layton first
0: you, true um let's see api been, seven us dollars too like, expensive nah yes <laughs> wow
1: yeah. <laughs> no I don't know it looks it looks pretty beautiful we could just actually. interview the
0: cosplayers again oh that's true we could do a cosplay yes, interview I'm video I'm down
1: for that yeah I'm very much down for that Genghis Khan,
0: so yeah. down let's do that uh AP Addison fake gamers never played Ace Attorney oh my god I oh you know what? here comes Spelunky you know boy again yeah you know what's <laughs> a bad game <laughs> Spelunky too <laughs> oh my god
1: Oh Far out, God, Spelunky Two. Can Spelunky. we talk about Spelunky Two for a minute? <laughs>
0: oh my what? God! Wow! What a <laughs> what a trash pile that was. I'm so happy we didn't have to review that. I didn't want to give it I, a game at zero. No, right? <laughs> what a bloody shitfire! <laughs> Dump that thing, with. Spelunky
1: Two. Why? Yeah. Why uh, exist
0: though? Yeah, exactly you, know, exactly. you know what I'd rather
1: play? The under the train bit in Oddworld as a game itself for 12
0: hours. Wow. Uh, the Romp, what is the set list looking like for Geno's? um Romp, I can give you the exclusive right now. Wonderwall is finally on the list. Oh my God. <laughs> wow.
1: You're lucky this is an our chat because we'd have to black your screen out for five minutes and mute you. <laughs> uh, the set list for Gen Oz is, is looking, it's uh, it's pretty colourful. We've got a bunch of new songs. Actually, and, uh...
0: Uh, Rom, Joel and I are trying to get him to play Whiskey in the Jar for us. They are and it just might have to happen
1: seeing as it is for charity it depends on the uh, donations
0: and it's the first it's the first time I've asked him for a song that's not Wonderwall so I'm thinking he's pretty pretty stoked yeah I'm pretty excited
1: <laughs> it's all it's all about um, it's all about the donations man all we want to do is is money in cure cancer's pocket so I'll play almost anything
0: well I can play Wonderwall and Carl can sing it.
1: Bro, I will, I will dance and sing Wonderwall in a tutu for the right amount of money. So I'm going to just set up a... It's for charity. You know, yeah, you have yeah. to bend. All so right. It's going to be a lot. It'll be like $10 for Ben Harper and $3,000 for Wonderwall. Something like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for your questions and all that. We do appreciate it. Remember, every time we do these live like this, uh, we love your questions. So next time we do it, if you guys have anything ready to go, have it all saved up for question time, we'd love it. we love it. Um, but yes. All oh, right. Do you ready to roll into the last part of the episode, The Lamb Love and Hype Train, Carl? It's been a while. It's been a while. I am so ready. Okay. You ready for Lamb Train? I'm so ready. Okay. Here me. we go. Uh, can I start with the Lamb Train? Please. Please, uh, please. Several months ago, I asked a favour for a friend. Now, we brought this up on the last podcast. The favour is still not being completed, Joel. You will be the lame train every episode until you fulfil your end of the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in in, in in other lame trains, I've got another one. Uh, it is the amount of time I put into Rust. I put 850 hours into that game this year. That's too much. It's too much, man. Too much. Like, um, I'm back out of my rust bubble, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of hours, man. Too much time.
1: It was to make it into the, um, wish I was Sam" song, Yeah. And to have the part of rust. I can't wait to sing that live, but for that to be part of who you are. Yeah. In my eyes. That's a lot. My lame train is almost related. It's, I do, I do miss just having these chats and doing this podcast. I'm so glad that we're doing this one and I'm glad that, we have to do one again next week yeah. you know yeah we're yeah. forced to so i'm hoping that gets us back into it which is related to the rust thing but um yeah, yeah my lame train has been too too far and few between and it's not just Callan, it's me as well some nights Callum be like all right this one i'm ready i'm like i'm on tour for four days man he's like god damn it You know. and, it just- and then Carl comes
0: back from tour he's like let's go i'm like dude i'm in rust man i can't do anything yeah, i'm so far." <laughs> <barred. laughs> We've, we've had a fresh wipe and this is me for the rest of the week yeah shake yeah. that rust off yeah oh uh, all right rust it off. yeah exactly let's roll into that love train
1: <laughs> do you want me to go first or you go uh, mine's just really short okay. i i love that i've discovered that a piece of news slipped by me which is that Red Dead Redemption 2 now has a proper official photo mode. Guys, photo mode. Guys, photo mode in Red Dead Redemption 2. Guys, photo mode Mm -hmm. in like the prettiest game. I I can take photos of myself shooting bandits and on the train, or I can just go like nature photography. And there's so much beautiful things that happen in that world. That world is one of those brilliant worlds in design where it doesn't care if you're there or not. That's why those worlds work. They mm-hmm. just still exist, and everything's amazing. And the camera works beautifully. The filters are awesome. And I'm going to replay that game and just be a traveling photographer. Yep. Like that crazy dude with the wolves. That's my love train.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, mine is <coughs> mine is how much time, how how much fun I had with Rust during my time with Rust. I got to say I haven't had fun with <laughs> that much fun constantly on a game for so long to hold my attention. <laughs> For 850 hours, um, it was it was so so good. Um, I know Carl's left at the moment, but can I can I just say like um, just how much fun I had? And the, it, it, and it comes down to the people interaction is what makes these games so fun. Is the fact that you can talk over your microphone to any person in the game just adds so much stupid chaos to the mix? It's not even funny. Like. This amount of dumb stuff. Like I've even got horn sounds linked up to my stream deck that I play at people now when I run around because it is funny and dumb. But yeah, that's why I that's love train. All right, are you ready for, for the hype train, Carl? I'm so ready. All right, here we go, hype train. <laughs> what are you hype for? Guys, what, what do you think I'm <laughs> hyped for?
1: Fucking generosity. I'm so hyped for generosity. We're always hyped for generosity. But this time it's like, awesome. We're both gonna be there, which doesn't happen every time. It's, it's a slumber party. We've got all these wicked people coming and sharing the space with us. And we have awesome people that are like, jumping in from their homes in different states remotely. As well, which is so awesome because we've learned how to do that like really well because of being forced to do it during the pandemic for the online PAX generosity. And that made us like, well, it made the team. I don't say us, I don't dare do that again. Made the team, the brilliant people at the team, like like Schley and that crazy mind of his figure out how to do this remotely, like beautifully. I don't want to say seamlessly, because some shit's gonna be on fire because it's generosity, but beautifully. And that's gonna be integrated with us hanging out at a house at a giant freaking slumber party. And I see what's up. I like that they made this the theme. These guys aren't dumb. They that's yes not they the are. theme. That's that's just what they want to do. They just want to have a freaking slumber party and have drinks and pillows and and have have the best time ever. So they're like, oh, I don't know. Let's call the theme slumber party. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. And they're like patting pat themselves on the back, like, oh, brilliant. And they just pull out their already their onesies and bring out the pillow fort that they're going to pretend that they shopped for. It's just their own shit. And they're just going to have a slumber party and it's going to be
0: fucking awesome. Nice. So that's that's my hype train. What about you? Um, my hype train is Rust Console Edition. Same. I can't wait to jump into that and play with you. you. <laughs> Please do. It's so funny. Uh, I'm excited for the Rust console edition, but also as Carl said, generosity. I felt like we didn't need to say the exact same thing twice in a row. No, I, already, I, I already knew what his was going to be. I'm very excited for this event. Um, you know, I've been to more generosities than Carl. Now he's playing catch up still. So, Yeah, true. That's okay. It's very true. Are we
1: counting in, in times we've been in generosity or segments?
0: Uh, no. Times we've been at uh, <laughs> okay. di- uh, different uh, generosities we've been a part of. And, no, I and I've see. been at the only generosity that Joel wasn't there for. Oh my goodness. You've been at Joel free generosity? Yeah, the Melbourne one. It was great. It ran so smoothly. It was it was very, very exciting. doesn't um, count. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you guys hyped for packs? Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I'm that like that's PAX. gonna be
0: that's gonna be the next thing we, we start getting excited for. Um, but yeah, look, it's gonna be good. Again, having everyone back together again, doing this, we haven't had the crew together to do one since the bushfires one uh, at the start of 2020 before COVID hit. Carl was also absent from that, but you know, it happens. Um, but yeah, you know, we've look most of us is there except Austin, um, which is a shame. Uh, but hopefully, we can smuggle him into the country for packs somehow. We'll get a big box or something and hopefully yeah it just get him across the island. three I don't, day tickets
1: sold out today oh my yeah. goodness boo austin boo austin
0: true that yeah so I, I don't know if we have to put him on like a raft or something like castaway style oh he would <laughs> soon. i know he so would
1: Wouldn't <laughs> he? <laughs> oh my god can we please get him a, a game
0: train volleyball yeah yeah Wow. <laughs> oh my god! All right, guys, uh, we're gonna wrap the episode up there. Um, but as we said earlier, as always, you can uh, find us at uh, Twitch TV slash Gametrain Twitch uh, or on Podbean. It's where we, we host. We're on iTunes as well uh, at Gametrain Talk on Twitter, Gametrain Podcast on Instagram. That's all the podcast stuff. But um, yeah, next time—it's uh, actually time. I'm very excited to talk about this now. Real quick, is uh, episode 100. We're actually doing episode 100 finally. We're actually supposed to do this several months ago, but we didn't. But look at this it's lining up with Generosity perfectly, which is what a coincidence. Um, What a coincidence. So, yes, we are doing our 100th episode at Generosity. Um, It's not going to be a review episode like all our other episodes have been. Uh, episode one hundred is going to be uh, pretty much our walk down memory lane of the last four years of, of Game Train. Oh yeah. Uh, from how it started, where the name came from, even to the events we went to along the way, to some of the uh, shit fights we've had throughout the middle of it against each other as well. Uh, yep. So yeah, all, all the ups and downs, what we went through, what we learned, etc. Along the way, we're going to. Okay. Um, uh it'll be streamed on the generosity channel uh but it'll also be on here I think I can we can also stream from here at the same
1: time yes but I think you'll want to be for this one like we love having you guys here but you'll freaking want to be on the generosity channel it's gonna be yeah bonkers in that uh, channel it'll be a lot of fun we, we, and we will be raising money during it yes, So yes help us out um, Put some and, money to and work we're gonna have a console. we're gonna
0: have a live studio audience as well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which, yeah is, which is hilarious. So it, look, it was something Kyle and I talked about that we wanted to be together for the 100th because we're, we're never really together. We're always apart, um, yeah. especially during the COVID months and, and that. But um, just the fact that we can easily now get together and do this is great. Um, if we had to probably yes. gone earlier in the year. We probably wouldn't have been able to do it together and it would have been yep. as special. Um, And it's great. We're not going to have to worry about the tech shit as well. We're pretty much just going to give the assets to the boys. And we're like, there you go, guys. So do you know what would be great? If Joel could actually get our assets done for us for the 100th episode. So everyone goes, oh, my God, they have actually got assets now. Look at them.
1: Could you imagine? Could you even mention nah, that? No, no, solid.
0: no, no, fuck no. Don't nah. worry about it, Joel. You're too busy. With Don't us you? That, that, oh, well, that, that's, was... that's legit a joke. Episode 101, no, if you do not have them, you're fucking disowned. <laughs> 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 101's like a new beginning. Uh, but <laughs> but it. yeah, episode 100, we're, we're pretty excited to actually have made it this far. Um, fuck yeah. And, well, to, I... and to be able to do it in front of a um, bunch of our friends and stuff, it's kind of exciting too.
1: to make them so. Uh, oh my God. Uh, uh, and also yeah. we do have, uh, we have officially locked in times as of about five minutes before we started this podcast, which is 2 p.m. Australian Eastern standard time
0: mm-hmm. on
1: Saturday, the 1st of May. Yes, that's it. That, that's 2 p. M. that's there we will be
0: Exclusive be here there. on exclusive here on game train. Hell yeah, we are since Spaces. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be there, mate. So uh, if you want to come down to the house. Sign ha- in then, guys. Do if you want to come down to the us. house that day, Brian, and check it all out, please do. As those, as those new folks there and uh, give, give us some support as we we drop through episode 100. Um, nice. But but yeah, God, this has gone for almost two hours tonight. Um, yeah, <laughs> considering we only have one hour for our 100th episode. I want you to hear the start of this uh, VOD where I say, look, guys, this is probably going to be one and a half to two hours. And you're like, oh, yeah, definitely one. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, we're going to wrap the episode there. I'm going to hit a little sound effect. Until episode 100, guys, peace out and be safe. This has been Game Train.